This is called Pirate Radio. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech, that's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team, no heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Hello, friends. Welcome to the 2021 GGR at the Diner Fantasy Draft. What is that, you might be asking? Well, let me tell you. My name is Mike Lunsford. I'm the host of At the Diner. Alongside me for the hosting duties, I've got MC Brooks. I've got James Rambo. What we're doing this evening is we named this podcast At the Diner. We like food. Who doesn't like food, right? Fucking delicious. It's sustaining. All those fun things. But also, too, it's a great thing for like social gatherings it brings people together like what did they say the most popular room in the house is all the time it's the kitchen because you know the food's there so what we wanted to do is we have this concept of our show is called at the diner because everybody has great conversations at the diner with their friends but there's also the food so what if we had a ggr diner and we were running it and you know mc's on the grill um i'm waiting tables uh rambo's obviously the manager you know barking orders and shit like one like a manager does and we have a menu that's what we're going to come up with we're going to do this just like it would be like a fantasy draft like we had fantasy football teams or something like that but we're going to go through and we're going to pick our five favorite each of us is going to pick five our five favorite diner items that we have to have if we're going to be open in our own restaurant so Let's kind of start with this here. Are there any rules to this? Is everything available? Like, because diners have gotten kind of chic, I would say within the last like 20 to 30 years, and it's not just shitty food anymore. Like there's some pretty high-end shit at at some diners. Like, are we going like classic diner fare? Or are we going like everything's available? I mean, my perspective on it is, um, I don't want any fancy food at a diner. Like that's not what I'm here for. Absolutely not. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting like if if I see something highbrow on a diner menu, I'm much more likely to avoid it than <laughs> to seek it out because the quality is probably going to be Brion? shit. No, I'm good, thanks. I'll just <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'll yeah, take I'm the fine. <laughs> yeah, what's that like a two inch square fucking steak? No, I'm I'm good. The quality is probably going to be lacking um, for the price, uh, or the price is going to be so high that it won't make up for the quality. So yeah, yeah no, I'm I'm here to get good food cheap or shitty food really cheap. So yeah, I, I would say like there's there's you know. It, it's one of the problems I have with Silver Tider is like you fuckers are getting too big for your britches. Like this is this is it's not that it's bad and it, but it's not especially great. It's just like this is not what I'm here for. Like come on, fire that in lard. I don't I don't need this to be. <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm not expecting a vegan menu when I go to a diner. Put it that way. I gotcha. That kind of. I want to. 
I've I've spoken of her with reverence many many times. My uh, my my grandmother, Grandma Raz, um, who's like was like my favorite person in the whole wide world. The first time uh, we ever went to the Silver Diner, they just built it in Woodbridge, and we went together. And I remember her looking at the menu and a Belgian waffle. I can't remember how much it was, but I remember the disdain on her face when she saw how much that Belgian waffle was. And like, this is a this is a woman that grew up in Brooklyn, man. She knows about diners, right? Like, she's like, this is how much they're charging for a Belgian waffle. Ah, I can make it at home for less. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, all right, cool, Grandma. Can, can we order food now? Is that? Can we do that? Thanks. Okay. She was, man, she was a big fan of Danny's, dude. She loved the Grand Slam for $3.99, the pancakes, the sausage, the eggs, the hash browns. Like, she was, she was gold with that. I yeah, think honestly, like, like, Denny's is, is a great example of nationalizing a, a, like a real diner experience in terms of like the quality you get for the price, um, what your expectations should be. Yeah. No, that that's 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 what I'm aiming for. Like yeah. diner food, sh- she like you kind of you kind of hit the nail on the head there with, you know, I can make this at home cheaper. Um, I mean, yes, that's always going to be the case. Diner food has <laughs> to lie within a very particular set of parameters where it's got to be cheap enough because there's there's no food on a diner menu that you can't make at home. Um, it's got but it's got to be cheap enough that you're willing to pay for the convenience of someone else doing it for you. MC, what about you, man? Are you are, are you a big fan of like seeing this fancy trend we're seeing with a lot of new diners or are you like give me the classics and let's not fuck around? Fuck no. I'm I'm I am very cheap. <laughs> I, I I was going to say frugal, but fuck that. I am cheap when it yeah. comes to when it comes to that shit. I'm yeah. not trying to spend a, like a, a whole bunch of money when I'm going there. Uh, I'm, I'm expecting like I'm probably gonna spend like twelve bucks tops on whatever the fuck it is I'm getting. Right. Like, that's why that's why Waffle House <laughs> is so great, man. You can go in there with like ten bucks and like eat like a king. Waffle yeah. House glorious. Yeah. Like <laughs> when when <laughs> like when outside was still open, and I and uh and, and I would uh I would go raving in D.C. like two three years ago. Right after I would get out the rave, the the first place I'm going to is the Denny's right up the street. Because I know even though I'm tired, I'm going to eat like a fucking king before I go home and pass out. Nice. Yeah. I, I will will adjust my previous statement and say, while Denny's is, is definitely number two, Waffle House is actually the the nationwide, um, or in so much as like, you know, where it's available. Yeah. Uh, no, and where I it's mean, good. I maintain what I said. Denny's is actually <laughs> nationwide, so they're doing it proper. Waffle House needs to expand into further locations. Get your shit together, Waffle House. Because otherwise, they're killing. Mainly in the South, though. Yeah, Yeah, I've I've never been to. I've never been to a good Waffle House above Virginia. Interesting. Yeah, that's. Yeah, (laughs) that's actually that's pretty accurate too. Um, Let's let's go and kick this off. I'm going to figure who's picking first let's see here uh i've picked a number in my head rambo what is the number that i've picked in my head between one and 50 um 42 uh mc 23 it was 20 mr brooks you have, <laughs> the, fir- you have the first pick in the fantasy draft so w- what food what diner food are you picking what is your number one draft pick well i mean it's a staple in literally every diner place all across everywhere and that that is the uh, good old-fashioned omelet 
Get old fashioned omelet. Can't go wrong with the omelet. It's versatile. It's like you can do so much with it. What's like? What's your go-to omelet? Like, what is your favorite combination of shit to put in your omelet? Uh, as many vegetables as possible. Much cheese as possible. No mushrooms. Potato with with potatoes or hash browns thrown in there if possible. Dude, in the love omelet? A, fuck yeah. That's never had genius. never had a good hash. Yeah. Fuck, I love a good hash. Well, I'm a big fan of the trash pile in general, where like you do like the hash browns and um, like I would do like biscuits, hash browns, eggs. Uh, and then if you have sausage gravy, sausage gravy on top with a little bit of hot sauce, that's that's killer. Now, I mean, I know you're not going to do that because you're a vegetarian, <laughs> but like all of that without the sausage gravy with some hot sauce on top, that sounds yeah. fucking killer. Yeah, would be delicious. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I might have to do that. Cut up some potatoes and put them in my eggs. That sounds fucking genius. Yeah, I've I've, I've been uh I had an ex who put me onto it like six years ago, and it was like the best. It was like the best shit I've ever had. Like I when I when I cook now in the morning, which is very rare because I'm trying to fast. Uh, but when I when I was making breakfast, like it's a staple. Make some potatoes throw them in with with the rest of my bread with uh the rest of my omelet or in my breakfast burrito and you know take a little bite of heaven nice yeah all so. right solid number one choice um any any commentary on the omelet mr rambo i mean no it's, it's a staple like there's there's a reason that's a that's a given you know i, I feel like breakfast food is going to feature pretty heavily throughout this whole thing so yeah that's an excellent choice it's funny enough, not on my list, but uh, yeah, no. Nice, nice foreshadow though, because now second pick in the draft goes to Mr. James Rambo. What are you picking in your for your number one pick? Well, do do we want to do we want to kind of keep this thematic and like go through sort of do we want to do like a breakfast, lunch, and dinner kind of thing, or are we just jumping around? See, I think here here's my my thought process with this, right? The one thing that I love about diners in general is that you don't know for sure. So everything's available. Exactly. Like you can show up at four o'clock in the afternoon and you can still get breakfast. You can be there at five o'clock in the morning and you can be like, hey, you still got pork chops? And like you could have a fucking pork chop. Like that's what I I think that the variety is what makes it interesting. I mean, if you want to go for a theme. I mean, I, I'm not gonna stop you. Like, you know, this is this is your pick, my friend. This is your decision. Well, then, in keeping with uh, the the you know full menu available all day, every day, uh, the country fried steak is has got to be my number one pick. I like that. That's a good choice. Country fried steak. Fucking good deep choice. fried cube steak, which is just the shittiest possible. <laughs> cut of meat <laughs> yeah. and first of all i got a snort out of that and i will very much i want everyone to acknowledge that but two i feel like the country fried steak is 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 quintessential in in uh by way of diner food in so much as we've taken a piece of garbage meat we have tenderized it to the point where if you pull on it, it will disintegrate. <laughs> we then either batter it or like Maryland style fry it in chicken grease um, and serve it with sausage gravy uh, uh, and either eggs and some hash browns 
or uh, um, maybe some mashed potatoes um, and some carrots. Uh, yeah, no, it, it's it's and, and yeah, and we're gonna charge you about eh, like ten bucks. How's that sound? Yeah, um, all I'm saying is, is the country fried steak. See, you just you threw everybody for a loop there because you were like, are we doing breakfast or are we doing dinner? And you're like, I did both, motherfuckers, because you can do country fried steak <laughs> as either. That was well done. This is well true. Done. This is true. And e- even though I won't ever have it, I can say my my mom is a big fan of the country fried steak. Yeah. It's it's versatile. It's it's Chelsea, uh, my stepdaughter Chelsea. It's her favorite thing to order when we go to places like that. So, good call on the country fried steak. Um, also, too, what does it say about us that like when I hear about these horrible cuts of meat pounded to disintegration status, that I'm like, mm, that sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it says that you're a fat man who lives in America, and you know what you're about. You're goddamn right, I do. Speaking of what I know, I'm all about. It is easily my favorite vessel for breakfast food because it's not it's better than a pancake because a pancake doesn't have anything to hold. Things can just slide right the fuck off a pancake, right? In fact, I mentioned it earlier when I went to the Silver Diner the first time as a kid with my grandmother. We talked about the Belgian waffle. Any fucking waffle. It doesn't have to be the Belgian waffle. Any waffle is my pick because there's so much shit you can do with a waffle. Like, Thanks. it's simple. It's cheap, but not only that, too, like all these like culinary douchebags have started doing all sorts of crazy shit with waffles and putting the this is a savory waffle. And like you can do all sorts of crazy shit. That's how I make my hash browns now is I do them as waffles because it's easier to deal with. It's easier to clean up and like whatever toppings you put fit right inside the little little pockets of the waffle, man. The waffle is king as far as I'm concerned. Waffles is a solid choice. Yeah, Yeah, I cannot argue that point. Oh, it's a solid choice for sure. It's greater surface area. Mm-hmm. It's 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 why you get uh, um, like much more of a crunch overall is the proximity to heat, but also the the overall surface area. It's it's fucking awesome. It's also Better. why controversial take the crinkle cut fry is the best of all fries because of the increased surface area. Please send all of your hate mail to uh, greatgeekrefuge at gmail.com yeah, for Rambo's yeah. hot take on crinkle cut fries. Send it and know that it will be shredded upon reception. <laughs> Go to hell. This is not a point to be argued. Yeah, I... I'm, I'm taking a stand here. Um, if somebody, if I go somewhere and they're like, hey, we're having pancakes for breakfast, I, I immediately lose respect for that person. <laughs> what, what, what are you, too good for waffles? I don't know about all that. No, no they just have about. taste. <laughs> Ouch. Just kidding. Dude. No, no, dude, I like, and I love pancakes too. In fact, my son has been giving me shit because like the waffle iron has been getting like a massive workout during uh, COVID-19. Like he was like, can't we just like have pancakes or something? <laughs> like, <laughs> I love the idea of Jack's walking out of his room like, oh, what a fucking surprise. Waffles again. <laughs> <laughs> and then that asshole eats like four of them. So and whatever. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna eat these. I'm not gonna be happy about it, but I'm gonna eat. Give me these. a tall stack of waffles. Yeah, God damn it! Did I stutter? <laughs> and he flips the plate halfway through. Thanks for breakfast, pops. 
<laughs> back in his room. <laughs> he hasn't gotten the sullen teenager yet, but he's definitely had some moments where it's starting to shine through a little bit because he's at 12. He's almost there. Like, all right, all right. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. I can't avoid it. Uh, <laughs> MC round two, my friend, what is your second pick when it comes to our uh, our fantasy food draft here? All right. Well, I, I already went breakfast the first go round. And uh, based on some of the other selections here, I thought about going outside of my element a little bit here. But I'm going to stay within the realm of breakfast again and take some fucking French toast. Oh. I'm oh. going to. Go. Yeah. I'm, give me. I'm, Oh, give yeah, me, give me, give me all the French toast, especially if it's like, uh, sorry, my, my dog. Um, oh, he's um, about French toast too. Yeah, obviously. of course he's greedy. All this food, all this food talk right here, you know, just annihilated his, uh, dog food like an hour ago. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, fucking, uh, French toast. I, I've, I've also had it when it's like battered with like some Jack Daniels. Which is pretty, actually, pretty fucking delicious. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't love French toast? I, idiots. That's who. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, like, French toast is wonderful. And like, secretly, one of my favorite things, and it's it's just residual. I think again, referencing uh, Grandma Raz here. Um, she grew up during the Depression, and throwing food away was a sin to her like you just didn't do it like because like you know when growing up in the depression like you know you had to make everything work and not only that like you know the stereotype of being jewish you know like you have to be cheap right like obviously so french toast is the ultimate leftover fix because oh we got all this stale bread what are we gonna do with the stale bread fucking make french toast make a goddamn custard and dip that shit in there and then fry it like hell yeah yeah um hell yeah french toast yeah, that's Mr. Thing that 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 gets lost in the making of of that particular meal is people use fresh bread, and then you end up with this soggy mass. Yep. Which like it's still fucking tasty, but that's not the texture that's supposed to be. Yep. The whole point of this was you have stale bread, so we're gonna put it in a custard to fucking revive it, and then fr- pan fry it because we're French, and why wouldn't we do that? Um, <laughs> I will say that on my my list of uh, of breakfast uh, uh, sweet entrees, French toast is probably number three out of pancakes and waffles. But that's like saying uh, uh, At World's End is the worst of the Cornetto trilogy. It's still fucking great. It's just not my number one. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like when you're ranking Star Wars movies. You're like Return of the Jedi is number three, but it, it's still Return of the Jedi, and it's pretty damn good. Yeah, <laughs> no, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> what is your second pick, Mr. Rambo? Hmm. Well, let's see. I'm between two, but I got I. You know what? I got to be true to myself because there's one that like I very much enjoy. But I much more rarely choose. Um, so biscuits and gravy is my number two choice. Um, it's hard to beat a good sausage gravy, and it's it's the kind of thing where like I remember YMC is a vegetarian, and it hurts my heart that he can't really fully have this. 
Um, <laughs> it just means that I have to eat all the more to make up for it. Um, which is it's it's a it's a cross I'll bear for my friend. Um, <laughs> just, sit, just sitting there with a big fucking spoon eating the sauce gravy. Oh man, yeah. you're missing out. <laughs> just shedding tears like it's okay, man. We're gonna get through this together. It's okay. For uh, every animal I don't eat, you can eat three. That's what's up. Um, <laughs> that's a that's a true friend right there. That's what that is. But yeah, it's it's like a fucking and, and I, it doesn't even have to be truly. It does not have to be a sausage gravy, a pepper gravy, a pepper gravy over some fucking buttermilk biscuits with some some over easy eggs on the side and some burnt hash browns. Fucking hell, man. Like I might have to go like make a, a, a fucking food run after this. <laughs> you want to? We we talked about it before, like jokingly. You want to talk about reaching across the aisle? That right there. It doesn't even have to be sausage gravy. It can be pepper gravy. And you know how yep. much he likes sausage gravy. He's trying to include his friend MC Brooks in the biscuits and gravy shit. That's a real fucking friend. That's reaching across the aisle. Facts. I mean, I, and like the, that's the thing. Like it's it's you know ideally you'd be able to get little bits and pieces of uh, of some sausage in there. But you know what? They make fucking vegan sausage. It, yeah. the, 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 oh, you need the flavor for it. I mean, honestly, the flavor Sweet. comes from the fucking garlic, sage, and pepper. Like, that's really what the flavor is. Sandy has started making um, homemade gravy because that's what we do in COVID. We've been cooking like crazy. And I'll tell you, the her secret ingredient is cayenne pepper. Like... I think that we could make it with no meat and it would be pretty damn good. Like we might oh, have to absolutely. test this theory. Yeah. Fucking yeah. biscuits and gravy. That's a good goddamn choice. That's... I am going in a different direction. Cause I, I love breakfast going back to, again, my roots. I'm cheap, man. I love being able to eat an ass load of food for like 10 bucks. And breakfast is the way to do that. If you're really hungry and you don't have a lot of money, breakfast food is always the, the smarter choice. Cause for whatever reason, it's cheaper, mostly because like, you know, the food is shit, but like <laughs> my favorite sandwich of all time is a chicken Parmesan sandwich. I'm not picking that. I'm picking the traditional go to the diner blue plate special chicken parmesan on top of a bed of spaghetti that's my choice for this right. because you can't go wrong with that and even <clears throat> and it, it's even when chicken parmesan is not like amazing not like great it's still really damn good like if it's if it's like amazing it's crispy it's got the melted cheese. It's got the marinara sauce. It all works together, and it's it's fucking wonderful. But even if it's like, all right, well, it's not that crispy. It's still chicken, cheese, and sauce, and that's pretty damn tasty too. And anything with sp fucking spaghetti, like you can't go wrong with spaghetti too. Like spaghetti is always a winner. And, then, and of course, you're gonna get garlic bread with that as well too. And who doesn't like garlic bread? It's a fucking fried chicken cutlet with marinara, mozzarella, and goddamn spaghetti. Yeah. Like that's hard to fuck up. Not saying it can't be done, but it's hard to fuck up. Yeah, it's it's ultimate comfort food. Like, and even again, let's let's the olive branch of vegetarianism. Take the chicken parm out of the equation, right? You know what they have? Um, it's a place right up the street. It's a it's an Italian joint, but honestly, like it could be a diner because of the food that they serve there. It's a place called Vinny's. They have this thing called baked spaghetti. It literally is just spaghetti, sauce, and cheese. And they put it in one of those like 
those ceramic dishes where it's like an oval and they pop that thing in the oven so that it's like nuclear hot, like melts through the table when they put it down. Like, and the cheese gets like burnt on top. That's vegetarian. I would eat the fuck out of that because that is super good. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. I might have to order that tomorrow. And honestly, if you need that sort of meaty feel, that's what eggplant farmers for. Dude, yes. And again, hey, since I'm reaching the olive branch, I'm going to reach out the olive branch to all you cheap folk out there who are listening to this podcast. If you need good eggplant Parmesan on the cheap, go to Aldi. Aldi has amazing eggplant Parmesan cutlets. And we just had eggplant parm for dinner the other night, and it was fucking amazing. Like, it's crispy. Like, that's the biggest issue with most eggplant parm is it's not. Like, they don't do it right. But they're thin, and if you pan fry them, you can get them crispy as fuck. Oh, God, they're so good. It's because eggplant has a ton of moisture in it. Yes. So it's it, if you're not cooking it properly, you just end up with, this, again, like a big fucking soggy mess. Yeah. People people think that they have these foods and they think that they don't like them. And it's because they were made terrible the first time they had them. Like, yeah. I grew up thinking I hated broccoli. I don't hate broccoli. I don't like broccoli that's been boiled until it's gray and then served to me with no seasoning. That's what I don't like. That shit is unpleasant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I grew up, I grew up hating mushrooms so much to the point where I actually thought I was allergic to them because I avoided them so much. And learning to like them, like when we went full vegetarian, like trying different types of mushrooms, realizing they have different flavors, different like consistencies, like how to properly like use them in foods and stuff like that. Like it's. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm a fan of them. I still am not going to, like, choose them very often. But, like, I'm, I don't hate them anymore, you know? I know MC does, though, but that's, you know, a different story. So. <laughs> that's a bummer, too, because that is, like, a go-to meat replacement. Yep. Uh, Every time. Oh, that sucks, man. Let's um, let's move on to round three. <clears throat> MC, what are you choosing for your third pick? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deviate a little bit here. Um because, you know, whenever I go to diners, not always a ton of options for me, but I'm, I'm generally a guy who kind of sticks to what he knows, you know, when, I, when I'm going somewhere. Like, I already know what I'm going to get before I get there because I already know I'm going to like it. So uh, with my third round pick, I'm actually not going to pick a main dish, but I'm going to pick a side or an appetizer. Actually, it can be either. And actually, it can be part of a main dish. And that's going to be any potato product in whatever form that they have it. Be it mashed <laughs> potatoes, tater tots, french fries, hash browns, uh, potatoes and onions, whatever. I don't care. I'm going to consume it if it's on the menu. I am I am putting that pick in as team potato is how I've listed that. <laughs> you are team potato. And, and whatever, whatever form they have it. I might even order two different types of... You know, just because I enjoy potatoes that much. I think we did a whole podcast on this at one point. I'd have to go we, back and we find did. it in the archives. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we did. <laughs> I think we got pretty angry about potatoes. There's passion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of potatoes as well. Like, yeah, you can't go wrong with this, man. I'm proud to have, I'm proud to be on Team Potato. Fuck. There's our new GGR t-shirt. Team Potato, boom. Yeah, GG, the GGR Diner, gonna, Team Potato. You're going to run out of money buying all these shirts and hoodies you keep coming up with, Mike. It's a curse. It's a blessing and a curse, my friend. <laughs> 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 if you had a, do you have a favorite? Like, what, like, 
you have the world of potato at your disposal. Like the, the you know what? In fact, uh, uh, it's a con it's a concept restaurant. It's a concept restaurant that uh, we created, and we actually call it Potato. All we serve is potatoes there. Um, what are you? What's your favorite? What's your go-to, like goat, when it comes to the potato? I mean, I think the. Uh, this is a hard question. Because <laughs> I feel I feel like the easy go-to is just French fries. Because I mean, had them lifelong. Who doesn't love fries? And you can have them in many different forms, as evidenced by you know, our one of our previous podcasts. Yes. Um, even even with uh, the cheats that are on that list, like <laughs> cheese fries. <laughs> yeah, which are just fries with cheese on them. Yeah, to protect, like, to protect, not be specific enough. I mean, literally any any fries can be cheese fries. Um, I don't know. Like my answer will be could be different. Like at any given time. Like right now, would probably say fries. Tomorrow, I might say tots or. Uh, potato chips or something like i i don't i don't know i, I like it them all I like them all yeah i can't choose yeah sophie's choice i understand it's it's one of those things where oftentimes in order for me to figure out what my favorite is i have to think in a weird way it has to be like okay if they were to fuck this up what would i be the most upset about and it's it's an odd one um when it comes to potato it's it's i'm going to consider it a potato because it has it, typically they're stuffed with potatoes and that's pierogies Oh, the we went to Cleveland one time um, after um, we, we went we were in like the, the Lake Erie area and we decided to visit Cleveland. I'd always wanted to see it. We went. It was it was it was great with the exception of the restaurant we went to. I'm not even going to name this restaurant because if I do, like I might start like a Twitter war with these assholes because I go to Cleveland and Cleveland is supposed to be this bastion of of like Polish and Eastern European food like in fact, when I made the food ball team, the, the Cleveland team is the Cleveland pierogies because they're so famous there. We went to this restaurant. I, I was like, I want some sausages, you know, some Eastern European sausages like uh, kielbasa and bratwurst and pierogies. That's what I want. I, that sounds like the perfect meal. I got the sausages. The sausages were good. The pierogies were fucking frozen. I was so mad. And I was like, hey. And not like as in like they were frozen and then they served to me warmed up and they were, you know, passable. No, no, no. It was worse than that. I got them and they were still frozen in the middle. Nope. And I said oh, to the waiter, because no. I normally I normally never do this. I'm not the type of person that returns shit. I mean, I'm a fat guy. I'm just like, oh, fuck it, I'll eat it. But like I looked at the waiter. I was like, hey, man, these are frozen in the middle. And he was like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. Took them back, brought them back again. They were still fucking frozen. Nope. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> nah, man. You guys, you guys have seen me. You've seen me eat. I didn't finish the pierogies. I was so mad. I was so upset. Like, it ruined that experience for me. Because, like, Sandy, Chelsea, Jax, they all had wonderful meals. They enjoyed them very, very much. They still talk about, oh, remember when we went to this place in Cleveland and it was so good? And I'm like, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, place. I fucking <laughs> remember. <laughs> I was so mad. Oh, anyways. I mean, I, so. Honestly, that's, that's one of the few times I'd be like, hey, I'm not paying for this meal. Um, because you fucked this up twice. It was like, okay, so to step inside my head for a second here, okay? I wish that I had had that anger. I wish that I could have tapped into that. But all I could think of as I was trying to smash into a frozen 
pierogi for the second time with my fork is that rem song everybody hurts started playing in my head <laughs> so to be clear not even like cold in the middle but actually frozen there were still ice crystals in it what the oh. fuck <laughs> it, it was crunchy and not in a uh, good way uh, like not like no the outside sir. of the oh god damn it mm. I might go back to Cleveland just to find these people and be like, you owe me some fucking pierogies. Do them yeah, right. No. That is, and, and like, that's one of those things, like, well, the pierogies are, there's certain foods that are just a very simple in concept and execution. And so if you don't get them, it, it, to make a, a simplified meal, everything has to be done well. So like there's um, it's the 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 ham on sandwich, the it's like like the the nat, like the French national sandwich, um, which is just a fresh baguette, um, butter and ham, and that's it. But you're not using like fucking buttig processed uh, ham loaf and margarine on Wonder Bread. It's got to be great quality bread you know great quality butter and great quality meat and if you can do those things then you know that those simple flavors come together really well um but pierogies are just fucking mashed potatoes in pasta inside like a pasta pocket it's a it's a it's a potato dumpling you don't have to try <laughs> at all like the potatoes should be cooked they should be seasoned with like salt at at a, at a bare minimum and the pasta should be cooked <laughs> like that's pretty much it. Over three. Oh, just God, missed damn them all. Rambo, it's round three. We're running out of time here, so we're gonna have to go lightning round here for these last two rounds. Okay, or two and a half uh, rounds that we got. What do you got for uh, for your third pick? Meatloaf, and mashed potatoes. <clears throat> Meatloaf and mashed potatoes. It's feeling funny. Nearly every aspect of nearly every choice I've made so far has had some kind of meat aspect. Um, but it like, you know, it's, uh, it's that, I feel like that's a diner staple. <clears throat> if you aren't sure what you're going to get, it's good meatloaf. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, it's, it's, it's a safe pick for the most part, but also too, like, that's something that can get fucked up real bad too. Like, that's another one. Like if they start fucking around with turkey and like oatmeal and like other shit, you can really fuck up meat, meatloaf real fast. Again. Are you are you trying to show your ass with this recipe, or are you trying to make a good recipe? And if you're trying to do the latter, you're gonna it's gonna be meat, it's gonna be seasoned, maybe some like sautéed vegetables that have been cut up and, and mixed in, uh, some kind of binder, put it in a loaf pan till it forms, cover it in fucking ketchup, bake it. The end. That's it. That's all you gotta do. All right, I am gonna go with I guess I'm just looking at what we have here what's great about this is because because all three of us are picking different things we're building a really solid solid menu here man and like I'm, I'm very excited about what we have so far I am actually going to go outside of the box here and I'm going to go with something that I have only eaten once in my life but it is a novelty thing and I say this because I have a 12 year old son who loves anything exciting food wise who I know if he saw it on a menu, he would order it. And in fact, when they have them at diners, you almost can't not order it. And that's going to be the Monte Cristo. Yes. <clears throat> mm -hmm. 
you take a club sandwich, which is delicious on its own, right? And then what could you possibly do to the club sandwich to, to make it even more extra? You dip it in batter and deep fry it and serve it with jelly. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that is a fat kid meal right there. <laughs> One that almost made my list is very similar to that, too. It's, it's funny, too, because, like, whoever thought eating a club sandwich to themselves, you know it would make this better if the bread was French toast? Yeah. <laughs> that's some that's some B-word fat shit right there. Some, some fucking... Bake the sandwich. Batter it and deep fry it. That's... Yeah. You... You're... We're, we're getting into like actual hell concerns at this like, point. Like, like the mom from What's Eating Gilbert's Grape. Like, <laughs> Mama went upstairs and she never came back. You know, like that kind of shit. Like, You're like whoa, man, that's a, uh, that's a lot. I'm not saying I won't get it, but son of a bitch. Look, there's, there's a point. And, and you guys probably remember these days when your metabolism was high, you were 12, 13 years old, running around the neighborhood causing all sorts of trouble. You could eat anything and it didn't slow you down. It didn't bog you down. In fact, you probably had like an endless stomach. Like you could just keep eating. That's my son. He could just keep eating. The Monte Cristo beat him. He got halfway through and like looked at me and he was like, I don't think I can get another bite. I was like, it's cool, dude. We'll get it, we'll get it to go box. We'll take it home. <laughs> and he was so disappointed in himself because he was that was the first time food had defeated him. And I felt bad for him. But that was a lesson that he learned that day. I mean, it's, that's how it goes sometimes. Um, yeah. The, 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 the croak madame or the croakman sir oh. uh, 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 are the 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 similar uh, uh, options that I had in mind. Which is just, they're just savory Monte Cristos. Oh, yeah. And like, and with, with Madame featuring a fried egg on top. Dude, that was a Julia Child special, man. And um, I think it's just called The Diner in um, Adams Morgan. Yep. It, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's, that's it's the first um, place I ever even saw one. I was like, what yeah. the fuck is that? Yeah, that was the first place I ever had one. And that's the home of Sandy's favorite sandwich. It's the Southwestern grilled cheese. It's sourdough bread, um, pepper jack, jalapenos, and bacon as a grilled cheese. That's her absolute favorite sandwich. Nice. Yeah, and that was like one of our first dates. We went we went to the, uh, well, among other things, we were out like, you know, drinking and stuff like that. And then we went to the diner in Adams Morgan. So, yeah, big fan of that place. Oh. Yeah. Uh, MC, what you got for round four? Pick one. Oh, uh, uh, man. I, uh, I don't know. Thinking about trading back here, so I don't really have anything else <laughs> listed. Trading back for a 2022 or, pick. Yeah. <laughs> or I could, I mean, I could go, I could go off the, could go completely outside the food realm and get something that I, th- I feel like everybody, everybody likes. Not everyone gets gets them at uh, at diners, but you know, it's always it's always a good option if you're in the mood for one. That's a good quick, old fashioned milk. Quick. Oh, you know what? I was just gonna say we don't have any dessert options. Yeah, it's just good old Carry on, sir. See, I was gonna treat I was gonna treat the dessert options like kickers and fantasy drafts, and I was just gonna save them for the last because like everybody needs one, but like you know, don't waste, don't waste a pick on one, you know. Like, yeah, but I mean, honestly, like that's that's a good pick, dude. Like you can't go wrong with a milkshake, but also they they're a staple. I feel like you have to have them in a diner. Like, what good diner doesn't have a milkshake? Facts. Yeah, and. 
I'm going to say, have either of you been to Ted's Bulletin in D.C.? Uh, there's one near me in uh, in uh, Mosaic over near uh, uh, Dunloring. Uh, so, yeah, that shit is fantastic. Yeah, I add, fucking... Let me yeah. add that to my Steve Rogers list. Hang on a second. Yeah, Ted's Bulletin is amazing. And, and, like, Mike, you would love it just for the aesthetic itself, not to mention the food. Because all yeah. the food's amazing. Like, What's they, like... They, they, it's like a whole like fifties, sixties like aesthetic when you when you go. Oh yeah, I'm 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 in. Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> but it's all like, like like sort of hardwood look, and they they have like I Love Lucy and shit running on uh, um, TVs throughout, but they have all the TVs dressed to look like old tube TVs. Yeah, um, and uh, uh, the one near us actually, um, they. All of the the booths have um, these big glass partitions, and one of them has a giant crack in it. And I, I mentioned that to one of the waiters, and they were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's um, these are all original from a diner that we bought them from in like Pennsylvania, uh, and that's just how it was." And they don't want to replace the glass. They just want to, you know, as long as it's it's still together, and it is, they don't want to fuck with it. Um, so yeah, it's just gonna have that big crack in it. They're like, oh, cool, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Wow. They make like, their own pop tarts in house. That was and that, and that was gonna be the, the next thing I say. They make their own pop tarts. <laughs> fucking delicious. That's awesome. That is, if, that is really you, dope. MC, have you had the the cheese grits? No, I, no, I haven't. Whoo, man, it's fuck. It's 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 grits as a um uh um what's the term a vessel for lack of a better term for cheese like it is it's like a one-to-one ratio of cheddar of like tillamook cheddar and fucking grits oh shit and they are incredible (laughs) i get them every time uh funny enough biscuits and gravy um and and their fucking cheese grits uh it's oh god damn it it's so goddamn good (laughs) I want to um, point this out because I don't know if you noticed it or not, but as you were describing the grits and the cheese, that you you developed a southern accent quality to your voice that was amazing. <laughs> you were just like, and the and the grits they uh, they come with a tillamook cheddar and uh, whew, oh, my Lord friend, have mercy. Let me explain to you the glory <laughs> that is Edgewolton cheese grits. Oh, my word. What's your fourth pick, man? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, so we're on four. So we each have uh, one more, yeah. Yeah. Um, I gotta go, Reuben. I I gotta go with the fucking Reuben, man. And that is it's something I grew up with. Um, my mom would make them all the time. And it's just sort of standard diner fare as, as far as I'm concerned. It's just, uh, uh, you know, a corned beef sandwich with sauerkraut and Thousand Islands or, and Russian dressing, uh, you know, between two pieces of rye bread pan fried. It's goddamn delicious. Yeah, 100 percent. Reuben, you, you can't go wrong with. And I mean, again, speaking for my people, you know, the Jews, eh, corned beef on a sandwich can't go wrong with. Yeah, big fan. <laughs> I think that's yeah, that's a good choice, dude. I like that one. Um, I'm actually going to go. We haven't actually in, had anybody say this. You were talking about all the meat that you've added to this 
list one of the things that's missing that we need because you can use it for lots of different things. In fact, you can do use the bread you use from the Reuben to make a version of this sandwich, and that is a hamburger. We do not have a hamburger on the I, menu. Yet. I almost said a burger, but I figured I figured uh, you were gonna you were gonna take care of that. There you go. I just did. Um, my favorite. My fucking favorite version of a hamburger is a patty melt. I fucking love patty melts. They're so good. Um, but also just like there's something about a shitty hamburger that's like surprisingly enough. Um, Waffle House has a really good hamburger for like five. Like the first time I ever took Jax to Waffle House, first off, he was like blown away. That was like the most amazing place he'd ever seen in his life. And like he came home and he was like regaling the story to Sandy. Like, mom, you can get a hamburger and hash browns and orange juice together for like six dollars it was amazing like he was just so shocked at one how cheap it was but two that you could just combine all this crazy shit and like there's just something about a cheap hamburger probably not the best for you but like there's the combination of like the crappy bread and the lettuce and the tomato and the onion and the burger and the cheese just all of it just like is just outstanding and like there's a couple of places around here. There's actually a diner down here called Metro Diner. And Metro Diner does a really good veggie burger that, like, when we were doing the vegetarian thing, like, we would try that, and that worked out really well. But there's also a place down here called BJ's Brew House, and they have a really good veggie burger as well. So, again, the olive branch of vegetarianism for Mr. For Mr. Brooks here, the esteemed Mr. Brooks from uh, the District of Columbia. <laughs> um, yeah, like, it's... I, I love that you can get alternative options for burgers now that don't taste like dog shit like that they're actually doing some really awesome things with burgers like fucking i don't know if anybody tried it but the impossible whopper from burger king like it tasted exactly like a regular whopper dude yeah said said loves those yeah they're they're super good man like and i if 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 somebody told me like hey you can never have a regular burger again at, at burger king you can only have the impossible whopper cool done Gladly, like that. That was it. Was super, 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 super good. All right, we are in round five. This is the end. We're closing out our menu, Mr. Brooks. What are you picking for your last pick? I don't know. I kind of, kind of petered out in round four. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I put all my chips on the table for that one. Yeah, come, uh, come back to me. I'll, I'll, I'll have, I'll have, I'll have a pick in a second. A little bit. Truth be told, I didn't expect to get this far. So uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's fine, actually, because what I did was is I saved my dessert pick for last. Um, you can't have a diner without having a good piece of pie. Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> if you look at <laughs> that, that was that was my fucking choice. All right. All right, all right, is that how it's gonna be? Cool, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck you, James. That's what I say. Um, if you look at the, the thumbnail for At The Diner, if you go on uh, any of the streaming services and look up the podcast, the thumbnail for At The Diner is a picture of a piece of pie. Because when I think diner, there's like three things I think. I think, I think hamburger and fries, I think um, a piece of pie, but then I also think of waffles because waffles are my favorite. But yeah, like you cannot have a diner. You can't call yourself a diner if you don't have a, a good pie selection. Like I picture those like those glass towers, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, where it's like, cells, yeah. yes, yeah. With all the different like desserts and shit like that, man. Like those are always the fucking best, man. And like, like 
yeah, just showing off all of their crazy shit that they have to offer. And like, yeah, pie. Can't go wrong. Um, if I had to choose a favorite, fuck. Um, I would say coconut custard pie is like my absolute favorite of all time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, blueberry is a close second, but like coconut custard is, is, is my number one seed on that one. Well, you two can fight it out for the last two picks because we got to finish this up here. So, <laughs> What do you got, MC? Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> I, really, <laughs> I, really, I really don't have anything. I was like, All right, well, what about, like, was... um, is there is there a particular drink? Um, yeah, we didn't really touch on beverages at all other than, like, pot, other than milkshake, which, I mean, like, if you're really thirsty, a milkshake's not the way to go. Like, that's not well, going to yeah, quench yeah, your thirst. definitely not. I mean, I'm usually a water or an OJ guy with the, the, the diner for sure. Yeah, there's. I mean, like, I, I honestly didn't bring them up mostly because I just felt they were kind of givens. Like, yeah, you know, milk, OJ, water. Um, the one that I had on my list was uh, either a sweet tea and or an Arnold Palmer, uh, which implies both sweet tea and and uh, lemonade. So I think that this is this is an interesting thing since we're working together on this. this is not a competitive endeavor. This is a, a team team building exercise here. I think that if we're going to have a diner, we need to make these homemade. We can't have these out oh, of the fuck fountain yeah. because fountain lemonade with fountain iced tea is bullshit. So I'm going to say homemade iced tea and lemonade will be your pick, Mr. Rambo. Are we are we OK with this or do you do you co-sign this? I'll co-sign that. I was going to go with a, a cake selection, but that's right up there with pies. So, yeah, one or the other, or both. Like, yeah, take cats. both. It can, it mm-hmm. can, it can be, it can be my pick then. There we <laughs> go. See, there you go, cakes. I mean, See, that's this a is the kind of you I'm talking about. This is this what is... we really need. Exactly. Working we together for common yeah. goals. Working together for cakes and pies and homemade iced tea and lemonade. Fuck yeah. This, this is a, this is, listen to this shit, man. This is what's on the menu at, at, at the GGR Diner. We've got omelets. We've got country fried steak. We've got waffles, French toast, biscuits and gravy. If you're in a dinner mood, we got chicken parmesan. Um, we've got all the potato selection you could imagine. Do you want them French fried? Do you want them in tot form? Maybe you would like them as uh, potato latkes, but in waffle form, as I like to call them, wafkas. You've got meatloaf. You've got mashed potatoes. You've got Monte Cristos. You've got milkshakes, Rubens, hamburgers, cakes, homemade iced tea and lemonade. We make that shit ourselves. And you got pie, because who doesn't like pie? Or cake, cakes and pies, you know? There you go. That's a fucking banger of a menu, man. I'm trying to see if there's any gaps in our, our menu that we need. Like, what are we missing here? Did, did I mean, are grits also a given? We didn't put grits on the menu. That's true, but we also didn't put like eggs. I feel like there's certain things that are kind of just like a, you know. Well, here's it's the thing, right? We put omelets, so therefore we have to have eggs. Fair. Yeah, but grits, grits did not make the cut. Ooh, man. That's upsetting. Yeah. But honestly, like as much as I like grits, I feel like all the rest of the stuff I'm picking first. Like grits is like an, like an afterthought. Yeah, and it, like in that same way, like you know, toast is on the menu. Uh, uh, you know, you can get an English muffin or a bagel. Like, there's certain things I feel like are beyond even being staples are like foundational. It's like fucking bedrock of of the place. Like, 
Yeah, there's also a bar at the diner that you can sit at <laughs> if you don't want to sit into, sit in a booth. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm. I'm. I feel like grits are are they're there because if they're not there, like the building collapses. <laughs> to keep to keeps the bricks together. They're. they're <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh God damn it! What's the term? Um. Um. Uh. uh not foundational, uh, uh, load bearing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are load bearing grits. <laughs> you guys don't have grits? No, no, no. The, the, the building is built out of them. So you're, yeah. we can, yeah. we can, no, just I'll just yeah. scoop some off the wall. <laughs> I just, well, like, also, too, like, any of the, any of the components that we have for these things, like, obviously you can use to make other things, too. We're not going to be one of those weird restaurants where it's like, hey, I see that you guys have chicken parmesan, but could, like, can I just get, like, a chicken patty? No, we don't do that. No, fuck off. <laughs> The chef is very particular. <laughs> you either take it out as he makes it, or you leave. Go straight to hell. Can I just have the spaghetti? No, <laughs> but you can kick rocks. How about that? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> did you just put ketchup on your hamburger? Uh, yeah, get out. What the okay. fuck are you doing? Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we all, yeah, there's a couple things that we're missing here. But hey, that's great. You want to know why? Because the next time we have a guest on, we can be like, hey, what would you add if you were at the diner, what are what are we missing? And actually, you know what? We can just include the group. We can be like, hey, here's our menu. What do we you, need to add to this? You mm -hmm. read my mind. There you go. Listeners, you can be part of this. You can include yourself. In fact, I don't do this very often. If you guys have comments, if there's anything that you hear on the podcast and you're just like, man, I really want to throw my two cents in you can always reach us on social media we've got there's a facebook page for the great geek refuge there's a group if you want to join the group show up hey but if you do that answer the fucking questions because we're not letting you in if you don't answer the questions <laughs> <laughs> that is a consistent problem we keep running into yeah is yeah. we are still like and just there's like 20 people just chilling like right now like that have not answered the questions uh you can reach out to us on oh, twitter it's down it was like a hundred the last time i looked oh it's, no because mike deleted a bunch of people yeah. <laughs> it was like yeah, I did. look yeah. you had your first option or your first chance we're gonna try this again if you really want to get it it's it's so simple yeah. just answer the fucking questions just yeah, do yeah. it yeah and it can't be a thing of like well i don't see the questions because some people do so like it's no you're you're fucking up somehow if you want to reach us, you can reach us on Twitter. You can also email us. It is greatgeekrefuge at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. But you can also do it through the website, too. There is a contact us option on the website. So, yeah, give us your thoughts. Uh, for all you people who listen, who are part of the group, throw your thoughts in the group page, man. Like, we would love to see them, and we'll talk about them the next time we come around for more podcasting adventures. Guys, it is always fun doing this. I love talking to two of my best friends about nerdy shit about food it's like some of my favorite things to do and the fact that people listen to us is still just amazing and i'm never going to get over that because it really is something to marvel at uh we appreciate you we really really do and we hope that all of you are staying safe like there's a glimmer of hope there's there's something good that that happened in this country and hopefully it's a it's a sign of more good things to come. I think it will be. I think that we're going to get through this pandemic because there's actually a plan in place now. Um, so maybe I won't have to keep reminding everybody to wash their hands, to wear a mask, try to treat people as nice as you possibly can in this uh, pandemic, because hopefully it'll be over soon. Fingers crossed. 
But all that being said, there's two messages that we have here, as always. Uh, together, there are no heights that we can't reach, but also, too, in this trying time that we live in, in these unprecedented times, as all the commercials say out there. Uh, remember the other thing that GGR stands by, and that's don't be a juice bag. Have a great night, guys. On the inside, on the Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. <laughs> yeah, boy! I'd hammer down hard like a mind fist and disappear like a don't Cast.